0: Today, the DOJ announces that they plan to seek a new indictment against Hunter Biden very soon. Tucker Carlson interviews a man who alleges he had sex with Barack Obama. And we give a breakdown of the sham impeachment trial of Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. And yesterday, Special Counsel David Weiss filed a status report in the Hunter Biden case, announcing that the Department of Justice plans to submit a new indictment of Hunter Biden by the end of the month. The filing came in response to the Speedy Trial Act, which requires that any information or indictment charging an individual shall be filed within 30 days from the date on which such individual was arrested or served with a summons in connection with such charges. and. But the timing exempted the time spent working on the sweetheart plea plea deal that later fell apart. Weiss wrote in his filing, The government intends to seek the return of an indictment in this case before September 29th. Thus, the government does not believe any action by the court is necessary at this time. Well, Hunter's attorneys, desperate to cling to something to keep their crackhead client from living behind bars for a nice long while, said in a statement yesterday that they believe the previous signed agreement in the case, you know, the one that the judge tossed out, they say it remains valid and prevents any additional charges from being filed against Mr. Biden, who has been abiding by the conditions of release under that agreement for the last several weeks, including regular visits by the probation office. But I guess I would probably cling to that, too, if I knew the mountain of evidence. Evidence against my client just continued to multiply daily. Here to discuss this and more, we have Yakub Buyens, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, and Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can find right here on Blaze TV, as well as wherever you get your podcasts. So it, it is very funny watching Hunter Biden's defense team continue to use this plea deal that the judge already said. He, she already ruled on it. She First of all, she had them go back to the drawing board and talk to each other. She said, hold on, you guys, the, the prosecution and the defense both seem to think that this plea deal means different things. So let's figure out and get on the same page. And then later was like, yeah, I reject this. You guys, you can't move forward with this. Um, this is unprecedented. And the defense team is still like, no, we, nope, we signed it. We're, we're, we're just going to abide by that. That's legal. Yeah, that's not the way it works, unfortunately, for them. It's, it's
1: so on brand, though. It is. For culture today, right? It, it, like, what is a woman? Like, what is what is gender? What, you know, because we, we that, that's it. We decided, and so it is. Uh, but end there's the thing, yet there's a the thing called the law. Mm, that, that pesky law. That little thing. Mm. The law, mm-hmm. written, voted on, passed through Congress, you know, the law. Mm. Um, but apparently, there's two sets of law. There's the set of law where Ah, does it really mean that? Can we not just make it an oopsie and go back to the previous one? And then they do. So I have a weird inclination here. Okay. I don't know that we see Hunter behind bars, but I think it's going to get hot in the kitchen for the Bidens very, very quickly because mm-hmm. it is a, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a broken record, it is a means to an end. It is a means to off-ramp the Biden family mm-hmm. Out of the White House by the by the Dems by the liberals because mm. they do need to off ramp them at some point and this yeah. is this oh, that's true yeah well mm, they'll usher in Gavin Newsom yeah for the next election but I mean that's my thinking because this how does this go away because it's just the more you talk the more Pandora boxes you open so yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah I mean it, it feels a whole lot Pat like either they're going to have to hang it all on Hunter at this mm-hmm. point and hope that yeah, that do. distraction will just make the other things go away and they'll say no look it was all hunter hunter's going to hunter's going to do the time or hunter's going to you know pay for have consequences for his actions and then hope that people forget that Joe was deeply connected to all of it or as Yaku was saying the democrats are going to finally say okay this is our chance let's take it because the new polling that continues to come out mm-hmm does not look good for them when it comes to Joe Biden. No,
2: it doesn't. But I I still have my doubts that they'll jettison um, Biden. I, it, It's tough to get rid of a sitting president if he wants to run again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I would love it if they did, because I think he's got a much better shot than Gavin Newsom. I mean, if Gavin Newsom gets into that, into this race, I, I think that's a great thing for the Republicans. Yeah, really? Because California has got a Terrible situation to talk about.
0: That's true. I mean,
2: if you're comparing situations from governors, let's look at Florida and California. Let's let's have that argument. I would welcome that big time, and I'm sure Ron DeSantis would as well, um, and anybody else who's run to, running, um, because all you have to do is bring up the disaster that is. I would 24 seven be running ads about what Los Angeles and San Francisco uh, look like mm. at this point. The crime rate. The drug problem, the human feces in the streets—it uh, it's not a good story to tell for Gavin Newsom. So, I, I'd love to see it.
1: Pat, don't you think a Gavin Newsom give gives new hope and new lifeblood to the never-trumper? faction where they go it's hard to back the old man can he hang on for four more years i mean how long how long until but if you bring new blood in like a gavin they may double down and go okay well now we can swing again
0: well i I, Uh. and i i I don't disagree with you i think it's going to come down to um to your point you could obviously if you use his record he's immediately disqualified right yeah, he's done yeah. but how many independents will actually pay attention to that because it's obviously going to come down to independence mm-hmm. how many independents are informed enough that they will look at that versus how many independents will just say well he speaks so eloquently and he's so handsome I think I'm gonna vote for him which is what happened with you know Barack Obama when they yes. said he but he's such a great orator well I mean he Th- you know, like through our country into a tailspin, but Hey, he spoke really nice. I just worry. I don't know how much faith I have in those independents who are not sure who are going to be the deciding factor here. I'm not sure how much faith I have in them to be an informed voter.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a good point. Yeah. And I I don't know how much faith I have, though, in the Democrats getting rid of Biden. I, I got no faith in that. Yeah. I, I, I,
0: I, they, they might like that. He is really like they they do just control him. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. they just
2: control. Exactly. The There's
1: got to be strings. some sort of a exactly. concern with him of like, when does he just not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say, you know, when yeah, is he yeah. literally physically just not able to, you know. Right. know when does he melt down completely? Like, like what we're right. thinking of where Mitch is right mm-hmm. now, and it's sad, you know. I had an interesting conversation yesterday. I have a big, big concern. We talk about the left a lot. I think we need to start talking about the right more in the GOP because we're in trouble. I mean, there is a fractioning, fractioning happening in, in um, party leaders and states, uh, in committee, ch- in precinct chairs it's not connected they're not speaking the same language and what are they fractioning over uh, on on what their motive is what they're focusing on how to raise up the grassroots securing the vote mm. getting people out to vote it's not it's not collaborative it's mm. not a vision and a focus it is helter-skelter scan I don't mean to be doom and gloom but right. I'm just it's mm. a we better well that's not good no yeah. Yeah. No, but at the end of the day, we need every single vote to do. cohesively show up.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I want to switch gears here. And I'm. look, this is maybe a little bit tabloidy but I feel like we need to address the recent Tucker Carlson interview. You tabloids? No, No, please. Uh, Where he interviewed Larry Sinclair, who claims that in 1999, he had um, gay sex with Barack
3: Obama (laughs) after a drug-fueled night in Chicago. I want to play a little bit of that interview. Watch. By election day, most Americans knew only one thing about Barack Obama, other than he was handsome and a good communicator. Hope and change. But they knew nothing about him. His origins, what he believed, and legitimate questions about those facts were turned away, as they often are, with the claim, that's a conspiracy theory, you're crazy, shut up! One of the most interesting moments in the 2008 campaign occurred when a man, like Obama himself, came from out of nowhere to recount his experiences with Barack Obama, the man. His name was Larry Sinclair, and he told an amazing story. He said that in 1999 he had encountered Barack Obama in Illinois, had sex with Barack Obama, and then used cocaine with him. Sinclair went on to make these claims publicly at the National Press Club in Washington, to sign a sworn affidavit, and to take a lie detector test. But he was dismissed. In fact, he was attacked. Obama shills like Ben Smith of Politico batted the claims out without refuting them. They're absurd. And the rest of the media followed suit. But the claims weren't absurd. We're not claiming they're true, but they were certainly credible. This was a firsthand account of Barack Obama's behavior by someone who was willing to sign a sworn affidavit to that effect. So the question is, whatever happened to Larry Sinclair? What's his life been like since? That's an interesting story. It turns out Larry Sinclair is still alive. He lives in Mexico. But today, he's in our studio.
0: Well, I wish that we had the clips from the actual interview, but um, so in the interview, he said a limo driver introduced him yes. to Obama uh, after he asked for help connecting with someone to party. Uh, Obama was a state senator at that time um, and did what is the, he? Felicia. Do Yeah. Do I do I really need to say more? Felicia. There were. He did not have sexual relations with that man. Um, and look, I want to thro- say, like, let's not even give this any sort of attention. Let This guy's a convicted criminal. Uh, he has a very, very shady background. Um, but also, I have seen Barack Obama throw out an opening pitch at a baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me... Mm-hmm question sarah
1: sarah while we're here can we just i don't know
0: talk about the birth michael? certificate uh, big mike big mike mm-hmm.
1: michael and i M- michael and i mm-hmm. michael and i We're like hmm, how many guys misname their wives i know one that can't find her that's joe biden the other one just <laughs> calls her michael yeah, I, I, hey <laughs> I'm just saying that that's him saying Michael and I and then the birth certificate and then the African saying that man's not born in a I mean, mm.
0: So who knows? Mm.
2: Yeah. Who knows? So the Michael Michelle thing, is yeah. that what you're alluding yeah. to? Uh-huh. Uh, Have
0: you seen Michelle Obama on Ellen dancing?
2: No.
1: There's a, there's a particular, there's a particular bulge.
0: <laughs> it's
2: weird. I've there's heard a, about it. I, I've heard about the bull. When there's you see flopping, it, it's worse. Yeah, yeah that's I'll just end
0: there. That's
2: scary. <laughs> um, I, I. There's also a clip of Joan Rivers uh-huh. J- just before, like shortly before her death, maybe two months.
1: Like it was nothing. Yes. Like she just said it. CNN like-
2: said she was joking. yeah, no. But somebody asked her about uh, will we have the first gay president? I, I forget who they were referring to at the time, but she said we've already had a gay president, Barack Obama. She was not mm-hmm. joking. Mm-hmm. CNN just blew we it up. Oh, she day, was yeah, joking. And, we, so and, and, all was and we all know Michelle is a tranny. Mm-hmm. And we all know Michelle is a tranny. And the reporter said, what? She she's transgender and everybody knows it and she was dead serious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I i had never heard it up to that point. Close to the end of her since, life.
1: Nothing to gain from that. But no. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah. Why, why would Joan yeah. Rivers say that? I mean, uh, it's bizarre um, and <laughs> there have been weird things coming out of the Obama's mouth for a long time. I mean, Michelle said twice that Barack was from Kenya. I mean, I, who knows? There it is. There it is.
0: Okay, yeah. Come on, Stephen. Let's go ahead. Let's Come go on, ahead and, and, and replay that Joan Rivers clip. director watch. in the world.
4: Hey, Miss Rivers, how are you? Oh. You made you made a ton of news we're officiating the wedding in New York yesterday. Is this like a is this like a new uh, cottage uh, career move for I you? I'm
2: so excited. Got and I should do very well
0: because I don't choke. And do you
4: think that the country will see the first the United States will see the first gay president or the first well, woman we were president? We
0: have with Obama. So <laughs> let's just calm down. Got it.
4: No, Michelle is a trans.
2: I'm sorry, she's a what? A
1: transgender. We all know. Oh my gosh. We all know. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> she's not joking. No, she's not joking. It's not a joke. It's not sensational. It's not sensational. It's just matter of fact no. stuff. Yes. Like we all know. Come on. Oh, no. Hey, I'll say that oh, we might as well. Can I? Oh, can I please? Where's Eric July when you need him? It's like the Jay Z story. Like they all go. We all
0: know. Wait, what, what about Jay-Z? It goes both ways. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't
1: know
2: that.
0: <laughs> but apparently they all knew. Every, yeah. Wow. Else knew. So, so,
1: so it's like we all know in that club, they do all know. Mm-hmm. Huh. They do in that cigar club, that small, small uniparty. Right, right. In mm-hmm. DC, they, they know. So Joan, I didn't when I saw that, I was like, she's not kidding, and she, no. she's not doing this for Shock Valley. This is just like, no, she even goes. It's okay. Yeah.
2: No. <laughs> Calm down. It's okay. It's Don't worry about it.
0: Um, all right, let's go ahead and uh, I'm tinfoil hat off. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break, and then we will be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So, uh, look, things are not like the economy is not going great. Here in this country, I don't know if you guys have been paying a town, uh, paying attention around you, but um, Biden's economy—they call it Biden, biden he, they call it Bidenomics. We call it Bidenflation. And what happens is you sit there and you walk, watch your 401k or your IRA uh, just continue to be devalued, and all of this money that you've saved up in it, it just continues to go less and less and less and less. And I would urge you that if that is you, please go talk to Birch Gold Group. What they can do is they can help you uh, get the physical gold that is held in a tax-sheltered IRA, which historically gold has been a great hedge against inflation. My family has just heavily diversified even more into gold. We've done it with Birch Gold Group. And I'm not a financial advisor, so I'm telling you to go to The financial advisors who can give you all of the information on why gold uh, could be right for you and your family. So you can text the word why to 989898. What they're going to do is send you a free information kit on gold. There's no obligation and there's no reason not to do it. Text the word why to 989898. (laughs) All right, I want to welcome to the program joining us, Kerry Cheshire. Uh, he is the executive director of Texans for Strong Borders. And Kerry, I brought you on um, for a couple different reasons. Te- this is a very Texas-centric show, or it's going to be, because I, I want to talk to you later about the impeachment trial of Ken Paxton. But um, I brought you on, obviously, to talk about the border first, because yesterday we learned that the Biden administration won its lawsuit that they filed in late July against the border buoys that Texas, Greg Abbott, Mm -hmm. had set up uh, to obviously dispel, you know, people trying to come across the border. Now, I know my friend here, Yaku, would argue it was a tiny, which he's not wrong. It was a tiny area. It wasn't really doing anything. This was just Greg Abbott pretending to care. Um, But be that as it may, the Biden administration did win the lawsuit and it Mm Texas is now supposed to remove these buoys from uh, the Rio Grande. Now, Greg Abbott has already said that they are going to appeal. uh, But, you know, it's just getting more and more um, harder to see a path forward with the U.S. government just cutting us off at every pass in trying to defend our own border here in Texas.
5: Uh, I think that's absolutely right. Look, it's, it's really an escalation. Mm -hmm. What we've seen historically is the federal government refused to secure the Texas border. Now they've said, hey, Greg Abbott, you can't do it either. Right. That's an entirely new new level that says, hey, you have to surrender, surrender to these narco terrorists, these cartels that actually control the border. Look, this this judge's opinion is absolutely wrong. I'm glad Greg Abbott is appealing it. But really, he needs to do more than appeal it. We need to escalate. We need to go down there. Article 1, Section 10, the judge is entirely wrong on the law, entirely wrong on the Constitution. The waters of the U.S. do not apply. The, the rulings in, in relation to the navigable rivers, just because Mexico and Joe Biden doesn't like it, doesn't mean that Texas can't defend itself. Sorry.
0: It's fascinating because, so the Biden administration, uh, they said that this, the buoy border, conducts irreparable harm to the public safety, navigation and operations of federal agency officials in and around the Rio Grande. But it seems to me like if federal officials were doing their job, this wouldn't be a conflict here. I'm,
1: a, I'm on a feed with n- numerous. You know, we, we do a lot of work on the border and, and, and trafficking and we get intel this morning. Again, I get video feed that no agency would play, no news organization would play. The irreparable harm and damage done to people is on the hands of Joe Biden. When you're fishing bodies out of a river, when you're looking at the decimation of the virtue of children, when you're looking at 300 Americans dying a day of fentanyl crossing the border, Mm -hmm. 1,254 miles of border. Yes, I don't have much hope in a a football length, you know, buoy system. Thank you, Abbott. Nice try. It's political theater. That's my opinion. Uh, Do more. Mm-hmm. were taxes Double well, down. I think
5: I think on that, to, to that point, what the buoys really did was channel some crossings to ports of entry. Mm-hmm. So they didn't stop illegal aliens from coming across. They just said, hey, you can't come across here. We want you to come and be processed by Border Patrol, which sets up an entirely new problem, which is mm-hmm. they come in, they get fingerprinted, mm-hmm. and said, hey, show up for court in three years. Correct, mm-hmm.
1: but now mm-hmm. remember, to your point, Carrie, and you're so right, it, it actually plays into the hands of
5: the CBP one app entirely yeah. entirely 100 percent Well, they'll come down and pick you up.
1: Yep. We'll pick you up. As a matter of fact, we'll pseudo process you through this fake, you know, uh, uh, consulate general embassy system called an app. And, mm-hmm. and you'll come in legal status. And remember how this works. I'm an immigrant down the line in 2032. When there is an actual judge in immigration again and this migrant, former MS-13 member, stands in front of a judge. Here's what they ask. His first entry into the United States. Was it legal or not legal? And they're going to claim legal because Mm -hmm. of the CBP app. And then that sets precedent. They have landed migrant status is what's happening here. It's it's asinine. It's absolutely insane. My opinion, Abbott, you're failing Texas. You got to do more. You got to fight like because who else? Mm-hmm. Newsom? Who's going yeah. who's, who's to fight? Arizona? Katie Hobbs. No. Come on now. No. Katie Hobbs. It is Texas, baby. That's it. Yeah. It's these guys.
0: Well, I want to uh, I want to throw in here because I I mean, you guys are, are, are both absolutely right. I also wonder how much pressure the Biden administration will feel from their own, including, you know, New York City uh, Mayor Eric Adams, who I mean, they're. They think they're feeling it in New York City. I would argue they've seen you ain't seen nothing yet. Right. Like go, go to El Paso and talk to them about what they've seen. But uh, Eric Adams was speaking at a town hall last night and he started just bashing Biden's immigration policies and said that the migrant crisis is destroying their city. Watch.
4: Started with a madman down in Texas, decided he wanted to bus people up to New York City. Hundred and ten thousand migrants.
0: Oh, no, no, not a hundred and ten thousand. Close,
4: house, educate the t- children, wash their laundry sheets, give them everything they need, health care. I don't see an ending to this. Mm. I don't mm. see an ending to this. Mm. This issue will destroy New York City. Mm. Destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. Wow. He should be welcoming. One time we were just in Venezuela. I think. Sanctuary, city. Sanctuary city. Now we get in Ecuador. Now we get Russian speaking coming to, through Mexico. Now mm-hmm. we get in mm-hmm. uh, Western Africa. Now we get in people from all over the globe have made their minds up their that strength. they're gonna come through uh-huh. the southern mm-hmm. part of the border and come into New York City. And everyone is saying it's New York City's problem. Uh-huh. Every uh-huh. community in
0: this city is going to be impacted hmm that's funny because when it was just Texas's problem it was just El Paso's was, problem nobody cared deal. no
2: nobody no. cared that's why um contrary to what Yaku thinks I I believe that uh this is the most brilliant political move maybe ever done
1: Oh brilliant. No, it was brilliant.
2: Greg Abbott who did it it was Greg Abbott's idea to send these people to to New York mm. and then DeSantis picked up on it yeah. as well mm-hmm. um So has he done everything he should? No, he has not. Mm -hmm. But that was a brilliant political move because it brought the Northeastern liberals into our border situation here's what it's like a little tiny taste of what it's like to be a border state. shipping you them like up it? the shipping them like
1: up it? there yes the buoy
2: absolutely no, no, the buoy so, is no big so, so I would
0: like to merge but, um, you, I would like to marry your two ideas because I yeah. think you both agree I think that you can have you can hold the position that Greg Abbott uh, shouldn't be channeling more people through into the ports of entry where they will be dispersed. Um, We can block the border more and then they won't be able to get in. I also think that he could say it's a good decision that the ones that are already in here, the ones that they have already processed through,
4: ship
0: them. them. So I I think you guys are both on the same same side with that. I think
5: the way that we do that, though, is there's still so much more that Texas can do internally. We don't have any verify law like Florida or even South Carolina. It's insane that Nikki Haley supports to de-verify in South Carolina. They mm-hmm. passed their law in, t- in South Carolina over a decade before we have something here. Well, Thank we you. still have in-state wow. tuition for illegal yeah, aliens. Does. Like true. This is still, that, it's, I, we don't have bad. sanctuary cities, but we still welcome them here. We'll that. educate you, we'll medicate you. Actually, we'll we do have sanctuary
2: cities. Isn't Houston? Isn't yeah. Dallas? We, we, aren't we, they both? Be,
1: no, beyond sanctuary cities, here's what Greg Abbott did in his brilliance. Right? It's not a law, it's a memorandum, it's some sort of an EO, an executive order, where he lowered the standards for what's called shelter facilities Mm -hmm. in the state of Texas, thinking that the church community and other people would open shelters to house migrant children. Do you know who's housing migrant children in Frisco, Texas? The cartel. Mm -hmm. They're trafficking them out of apartment buildings under the Greg Mm -hmm. Abbott law. And Mm -hmm. with shelter facilities, there's some, what more? Some funding. Mm-hmm. Yes, ship them north. Let yes. them feel the pain. Yes. There's a lot we can do in Texas. Yes, a but look lot. At the,
2: look, now look at the pressure New York is putting on Washington sure. because mm-hmm.
1: of it. Mm-hmm. I, Remember, all 100,000 that end up in New York first came through Texas, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. All
0: right. Well, most first of them. came through most Texas. Most of them, because, you know, Biden is allowing them to just fly directly there. So some of them just get a yep. just get a free flight directly there. But sure. most of them. Yes. Um, OK, so let's uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Carrie, hang out with us. And I want to sure. talk uh, Ken Paxton impeachment trial next. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So Patriot Mobile for 10 years have been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And um, I know, look, I, Pat, hey, I still don't have my mug. Oh, uh, no, wow. I no, right. I called for it. A Patriot working Mobile on mug. I called for okay. it. Pat comment. has a Patriot Mobile mug. And it, I do, too. And it looks like, I I don't it. Just all right, it. brag about it, I'm, okay? No, but I'm working on yours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're busy helping saving the Listen, nation. Listen, so I know, all right, my, my mug is not a big deal, but I'm just <laughs> saying um, what, what you really want Patriot Mobile for is not the mugs, but actually the dependable nationwide coverage uh, with mobile phones, giving you the ability to access all three major networks. Many people think, like, what I have to be with one of the three major networks in order to get no, they all share the same towers, so you're still going to get the same dependable coverage. But you're going you're going to be supporting a company that supports you. Okay, they're putting money back into they're investing back into uh, things that support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, and you can look, keep your number get a new one, bring your, number, uh, bring your phone over, get a new one, do whatever you want, but just make sure that you are not giving your money to Big Mobile, who is gonna turn around and, you know, invest it into LGBTQ causes. You can go to patriotmobile.com news. Get free activation when you use the offer code news. That is patriotmobile.com news.
3: Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders
0: All right. Let's talk Ken Paxton impeachment trial. So um, they are on as of the time of this taping. I know we're a little bit earlier than when you guys are actually seeing this, but I think it would be very safe to assume they're still on their third witness Mm -hmm. in the trial. So I wanted to kind of review uh, the first two witnesses that we've seen on what is day three. Of this trial, and um, I'm sure you guys have, have kept up with the headlines. I think, Carrie, have you? List- I've listened to every single word yeah, that's happened. Um, I'm like, I'm glued to it because I honestly, I can't believe that we are actually watching this happen. It's yes. an embarrassment. Yeah. It's a sham. And the more I see these people who are supposed to be star witnesses come on the stand, Jeff Mateer, the first witness, Comes on the stand. What? 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 Remind me of his title. What was his title? He was title? the
5: first assistant attorney general. He was basically the the top deputy, right? There, uh,
0: yeah. Directly underneath Ken Paxton, and he comes on the stand, and it is just embarrassing to listen to him uh, admit that he had no evidence to support his assumptions um, about Paxton's decisions and why Paxton was making the decisions. Absolutely no evidence. He just. Thought the worst of him, I guess, but he still ran directly to, of course, the Biden weaponized or the weaponized FBI with these baseless accusations, nothing to back it up. Um, and it's just fascinating because when you listen to people like Jeff Matier, the first witness, and you listen to Ryan Banger, the second witness, who was the uh, title I can't remember, it's like right up there. He was. First ass- they have all assistant these first assist- the assistant, yeah, assistant know, deputy, like whatever, first assistant, um, and so. You listen to Mathieu, and you listen to Bangert, and what I can conclude, and Carrie, I want you to give your analysis here, but what I conclude is it sounds a whole lot to me like Alexander Vindman getting on the stand at the Trump impeachment trial Mm -hmm. and explaining that he just basically didn't like that his boss was making a decision that he, the bureaucracy, thought that his boss shouldn't be making. And so he really—he just— He didn't like that his boss was allowed to override him and then went on a crusade to, of course, ruin him. And what I'm hearing from this impeachment trial sounds very similar to what happened to Donald Trump. It sounds like we just have a deep state in Texas.
5: Yeah, that's absolutely right. What we're seeing is is nothing related to reasons to actually impeach Kim Baxton. We're just seeing that there was absolutely a coup in the Mm -hmm. attorney general's office of staff who forgot that he was the elected official, not them. Right. And you see shades of involvement from Greg Abbott, you see George P. Bush, you see all of this kind of establishment, kind of Texas deep state maneuvering here that I think ultimately took advantage of Jeff Mateer, Ryan ba- yes. Bangert, these other folks, mm-hmm. and, and spun them up into a frenzy. I think they were very upset uh, by the affair uh, that mm-hmm. Ken Paxton had and admitted to, um, had in a meeting with them and his wife and everything else. And they just couldn't get over that. They they looked and f- saw the worst in him at every single yep. opportunity. And they were ultimately disloyal and disobedient. I mean, it was re- repeated times that he was told them to do something. They mm-hmm. refused to do it. Mm-hmm. And then to your point, they went to the FBI. And this is not the FBI 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Right. This is post Gate. Mm-hmm. This is while there's impeachments, while there's the Alexander Vindman stuff going on. They knew exactly who they were delivering Ken Paxton into the hands of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they didn't even tell him they were going to go do it. Mm -hmm. That's the amazing thing of all this. Yeah, Yeah, And and remember the timing of it, right? None of this
1: information is new. Yeah. Right. None of it. Ken gets reelected. okay, As Attorney General, Mm -hmm. twice, Mm -hmm. post all of this. And then what happens? Ken Paxton writes a letter addressing date feeling. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, a little issue that we covered on this show and like match meets gasoline, mm-hmm. they were ever ready, almost as if the pump was primed, the the vipers was in the den right around Ken and then the Phelan connection, the P. Bush connection, the Abbott connection, all those that maybe for years... How do we how do we deal with Ken? How do we deal with Ken, the guy who has sued Biden more than any other AG in America's right. history, right? Mm-hmm. And the second he went after Phelan, one of their chosen, one of their dubbed guys, right? It was what was it? Forty-eight hours. Yeah. Boom. Yep. Yep. Boom. All of a sudden, all the evidence, and now we're gonna impeach the guy, and it was like firing squad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just well, I saying. think
5: I think it's a political witch hunt. And look, I think the Democrats, you know, if you look at Ken Paxton's. Uh, uh, election case that he took all the way to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Democrats wanted a scalp from that. Yeah. They tried to get him disbarred with the Texas State Bar. Right. And I think, as part of the power sharing agreement that Dade Phelan struck to get Democrat votes to come to power here yeah. in the Texas mm-hmm. House, I think he told him, "We'll be behind you." And in, in now we're ready. talking. Yeah. Now we're getting
1: yes, yeah. thank you, yeah. brother, into this cesspool mm-hmm. of the Texas House.
0: Yeah, I mean, otherwise, I don't see why you know you have. Uh, let me let me give you guys a couple um, a couple things that came out here with the second witness, Bangert. So his whole claim was that uh, Paxton pressured him to publish a legal opinion on foreclosure sales that would benefit Paxton's friend Nate Paul. Um, He had no evidence to back that up. In fact, he deleted his texts and emails. Suspiciously, these people keep deleting their texts and emails, even though— He wiped
5: them, like, with a cloth,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And um, even though, you know, you would think as an attorney, you turn over things to the FBI, you know that there's going to be a case. You would think as an attorney, you know you should probably preserve evidence just in case. Apparently, that didn't happen. Mm, Darn, what a coincidence. Um, Also, uh, this was a uh, not a legal opinion, but informal guidance. And the document indicates that at the top Uh, guidance that, by the way, the Trump White House actually issued shortly thereafter. I guess maybe maybe Trump was in on the whole thing, too. Right. Wink, wink. And um, Paxton's team provided evidence of Paxton's intentions via text message directly to Bangert. And Bangert said, yeah, he sent me that text message. I just didn't believe him. Oh, mm-hmm. OK. So that's enough reason to go to the FBI and accuse him of all of these crimes with absolutely no um, actual evidence. Um, he also, uh, you know, seemingly stays on top of things, except that he didn't write a memo. Regard- he, you know, he wrote memos mm-hmm. frequently. yes, Stayed up to date. Well, he didn't write this memo uh, regarding his whistleblower claim until months after it actually happened, which conveniently coincided with the same time that he and these others went to the FBI.
2: What a coincidence.
0: It just, the, all these That's strange amazing. coincidences, Pat. You know how
2: it's so despicable that it's gotten to this point in Texas, and there's a reason for that. And, and I think, you know, there, we need to do something about that in Texas. Mm-hmm. And we just don't. We continue to ignore the Speaker of the House in the Texas legislature and that's gone on for far too long. Mm-hmm. And you know we pay so much attention to national politics, but right. politics really starts at home. And we really need to pay, what's, pay attention to what's going on in Austin because there's no way it would have gotten this far uh, with better leadership from the Republican
1: mm-hmm. Party. If you look at how Dan Patrick runs the Senate mm-hmm. and you compare it to the House, mm-hmm. just, oh, yeah. just draw yeah, yeah. that comparison. Because Dan Patrick's
2: right. a real conservative.
1: Yeah. He runs a solid Senate. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't, yep. you would think that the House is from Chicago,
5: yep. right, with right. Beetlejuice. Right.
1: right, right. Right? And the Senate looks like Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it's just think but about it's, this
5: too. On the impeachment, you have the, the uh, uh, Texas GOP chair, Matt Rinaldi. Ted Cruz, Donald Trump all come out and condemn this ahead of the vote. Right, right. Mm-hmm. right. Then you still have sixty Republicans say, damn the torpedoes, we're sticking with you, Dade mm-hmm. Phelan? Yeah. We're gonna impeach Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, It makes absolutely incredible. no sense. Yeah.
0: Um, I would uh, what what do you think what do you think is gonna happen? What do you think is gonna be the end result here?
5: I I I I think the senators after watching the show that we've seen, I mean, where it really is, it's there's no smoking gun for I Ken agree. Paxton so far. Instead we're just pulling all of these threads that show that he had disobedient staff. Yep. Who thought that they held the elected office and not him, and ultimately should have been fired yeah. uh, for for holding that belief? I don't know how long it's going to last, but I think ultimately the Texas Senate will acquit Ken Paxton or dismiss these charges. I just I have the ultimate faith. That's my prayer. Uh, at Texans for Strong Borders, we are working to activate citizens to let folks know that that's what we expect our lawmakers to mm. do. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, I think that will happen. If it doesn't. I think there will sadly be a big reckoning
0: in the primary. And I think that's part of the reason that I do think that that will ultimately happen, that he will be acquitted and returned to office, because I think the senators can see they have absolutely no defense. They would have absolutely no defense if they did vote to impeach, and there Mm -hmm. would be Political hell to pay for them uh, at the ballot And the boxes.
5: senators are conservatives; they're not yeah. part of the Dade feeling yeah. leadership right.
1: team. Yeah. But, but guys, there should be political hell to pay, regardless.
0: I, I agree. Yeah. Because I agree. of
1: this action. I agree. This I agree. is spring cleaning session in Texas House. I agree. I mean, if you're a House member today, mm. you know, I know a couple good ones. Mm-hmm. Some. Yeah. You just go see who voted against this. Well, sham.
0: My house rep, Mindful. my house rep uh, went the wrong direction. Went the wrong direction, Kronda. I'm talking to you, Kronda. Hey, that meeting you canceled on me. You want to reschedule that, Kronda?
1: But when you look at guys like Steve Toth and these guys who are unbelievable guys, who I mean, there's few, but it is house cleaning time regardless. And and the other thing, the question is, acquitted back in office, his relationship with Abbott. Hmm. I want to see what that's going to look like going forward because because the, the the people who we thought would come out swinging in defense of, of A.G. Paxton, they, they didn't. They went,
2: they were
4: quiet. I mean, you said
5: 60, 60. The, the thing 60. is though, I, I just Last think word, that, that Ken comes out of this stronger than ever. I think it's exactly the same as the Trump indictments where where he just continues to go up in the polls. I think Ken Paxton beats this and I think, you know, I, I think he comes in and continues doing what he has done and I think yeah. the, the voters of Texas will be very with him. Very with him. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Kerry Cheshire, executive director of Texans for Strong Borders, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Can we come back soon? Sure thing. All right, perfect. All right, got to take a quick break. We'll be right back.
5: Thanks, Kerry. I'm sorry. No, no, I think
1: you're
0: fine. All right, I think Fannie Willis over in Fulton County may have opened a can of worms that she might regret. Uh, Georgia's Republican Attorney General Chris Carr announced earlier this week that he has indicted 61 radicals with the Defend the Atlanta Forest Group under the same RICO statute that D.A. Fannie Willis charged Trump and uh, the other 18 defendants other. Um, Now, he said... That uh, he he says that members of the Defend the Atlanta Forest subscribe to a philosophy of anarchy. They hold a core belief that society should abolish police, government and private business. And as further alleged, they're willing to bring about such changes, quote, by any means necessary. He said that the defendants are alleged to have conspired together to prevent the construction of the Atlanta Public Safety Training Center by conducting, coordinating and organizing acts of violence, intimidation and property destruction in Fulton County, elsewhere in the state of Georgia and other states. By the way, 43 of the defendants were previously charged with domestic terrorism. So, you know, you just like if you guys are going to open Pandora's box, I don't know. Yaku's here, so I won't say the whole thing, but FAFO, guys, okay? Find out. That's what I'm going to say. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your thoughts, guys? Yeah,
2: go ahead, Pat. I, I mean, I, I don't really, I have any thoughts on the, on the Rico thing in, in Georgia. I'm,
0: Fight fire with fire, though? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I, my concern here, again, it, it's precedent, right? You just impeach a former president with nothing. You impeach a, an AG with nothing. You're going mm-hmm. after folks. And where way you have evidence, and it's evident in, in something like a Hunter case, you can't seem to get law and order to step up. Mm-hmm. You know. And so my concern is that I think we're, we're going into, we're turning the bend on the quarter mile of the track, and we're heading the home stretch here to election season. And I think it's gonna get hot in the kitchen. So then let's make it hot. Let's fight fire with fire. That's, that's where, where I am. Let's go after them.
0: Well, I mean, it's funny because, um, you know, they're, the left is calling these charges anti-democratic.
3: Really? <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> really. So you don't like it when you get a taste of your own medicine, mm-hmm. I guess. No, um, they never do. No, no. Okay. I, rolling, so, Rolling Stone said that uh, this case will threaten the ability to protest. Well, I, you know, I don't think the right to protest includes throwing Molotov cocktails. I, I, don't, I don't think that that is uh, included in your right to protest there, buddy. But it, the
1: president was set that it was okay, right? For right. Four, three, four years, you could throw cocktails, you could set the flag on fire. Heck, right. you could burn right. a cop car
0: down. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're throwing them at police and officers. Nothing, and, again, because right.
1: they've gotten away with it. Right. right. Nothing happened. And wasn't January 6th a protest? Right. Well, there was no fire.
0: Yeah, they didn't no have fire. any Molotov cocktails. No, no Molotov cocktails.
2: Okay. We didn't have, they have the broke pictures some windows. where windows. The they were rowdy. Yeah. They, they got a little out of control.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Pat but And they Pat shouldn't have.
2: And, and we've condemned those who did that. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, yes. Um, man, when the shoe is on the other foot. Mm-hmm completely different
1: but pat it wasn't, so it, two, wasn't two justices, it wasn't it yeah. wasn't we promise you it's peaceful and the buildings on fire in the background right it wasn't yeah. that no it right. was not but they got away with it right. and that's what i mean with precedent right. we have set precedent in this country that i don't know maybe in the law you do it but in their minds
0: mm-hmm.
1: how you come back from that it's almost like glenn said this morning he's like i think we've lost two generations we thought it was one generation i think mm. it's two generations you know they think that they should be allowed to do it Fire on police, but don't fire back. Right? Spit mm-hmm. on police, but don't go to jail. Steal, but don't no repercussion.. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: yeah. mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I mean And they can complain about elections too, but, but the other side cannot. Right. And they can call them a sham, and they have. Mm-hmm. for 30 years. Every time they lose, the Democrats call it a sham yeah. and an illegitimate president. But if you're a Republican and you do the same thing, mm-hmm. sorry. You're gonna, you're gonna be charged.
0: Yeah, Stacey Abrams in Georgia, where all of this is going oh, on, I think still thinks she's the rightful governor of Georgia. She never stops. She yeah. probably knocks on the door of the governor's mansion every day. She's like, hey, are you guys gonna let me? No, you're okay. <laughs> Thanks, hey, hey, Hillary. Disgusting,
1: Hillary. I mean, look, yeah. mm-hmm. look yeah. at how Hillary went after Trump for you know. It was an illegitimate election. It was fraud. It was for years. Corruption. She's still doing it. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's disgusting. All right, uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Mm. You know what I just
4: realized?
0: A biohazard caused a Delta flight headed to Barcelona from Atlanta to turn back around mid-flight. Um, you may be asking, what was that biohazard? Well, a passenger had massive diarrhea <laughs> and somehow, <laughs> somehow, somehow sprayed it so throughout gross. the plane. Have you not seen? No. You haven't seen this? No. Okay, I wanna show Guys, look, it's the end, okay? It's the end of the show. <laughs> Things get a little crazy at the end of the show. Yeah. Let's, there's on the, on the. Oh, horse. wow. No, honey, no. Is it a horse or a human? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just trying wow. to figure out, like, how. They
2: had to turn the plane around. It
0: they was did. So bad. They did. But how do you, d- like, you have to intentionally run up and down the aisle. Yes. While <laughs> yourself. <laughs> but how does it all. Get on the right down
1: your face. I guess it's a commando situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I don't want to know. That's a a lot of Taco Bell or something. I don't know. I mean, I'm scared to fly, but I've never been so scared I did that.
2: (laughs) Stream and subscribe to more Blaze media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.